0: Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast. In this episode, you will be listening to The 4 Emotions That Will Change Your Life with Jim Rohn. Get access to the Mental Mastery Program and other exclusive episodes by becoming a subscriber. Enjoy. Let me just quickly give you a list of 4 emotions that can change your life in one day. Emotions are powerful. Sometimes it doesn't take much to alter your whole life direction. Okay, here they are. Number one, disgust. Powerful emotion. Disgust says, I have had it. See, that could be the day. The day you can say, I've had it. And whether you've had it with something small or something major, the day you can say, I've had it. May not be the day it ends, but the day it begins. The man's finally had it with mediocrity. He's had it with being a loser. He's finally had it with those awful sick feelings inside, knowing his wife is at the grocery store looking at two cans of beans, one marked 37 cents, one marked 39 cents. And the guy sick inside knows his wife's going to buy the 37 cent can and she doesn't even like the brand. Do you know why she's going to buy the 37 cent can? to save to sin. The guy sick inside finally says, I've had it. Being on my knees in the dust looking for pennies, we're not living like this any mo. Could be the day that turns your life around. The day you can say, I've had it. He walks into his closet and rips everything in it to shreds and says, I've worn this embarrassing stuff for the last time. And not only will I never wear it again, no one else (laughs) will ever wear it again. Commit an act that says, I've had it. Powerful. Here's the next one. Decision. And decision-making is powerful and it's emotional. That's those knots in the pit of your stomach, right? Waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, trying to decide. We sometimes call it inner civil war. What shall I do? Well, for progress, you must decide. The best advice I can give you came from a wealthy friend of mine who said, If it's easy, do it easy. If it's hard, do it hard. Just get it done. If you went home tonight and in the next few days cleaned up a whole list of decisions, that might furnish enough inspiration for the next 10 years. I found this out many times after you've decided getting on with it is easier than deciding. Sometimes decision is the toughest part. Here's the next emotion, desire, wanting to, bad enough. And I don't know how to tell you to want to. That's something you've got to come up with. There's two things I know about desire. Number one, it comes from inside, not outside. You don't send off for it. Number two, I know desire can be triggered by something. Who knows what it might be? Sometimes desire waits and sleeps for something to happen. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a song. Maybe it's a sermon. Maybe it's a lecture, a seminar. Maybe it's the conversation of a friend, a happening, an event. Who knows? The best advice I can give you is what I give my staff. It goes like this. Welcome every human experience. You never know which one is going to turn it all on. Even the bad experiences. Sometimes from the bitterest experience comes the greatest awakening. So let down the barriers, take down the walls. The same wall that keeps out disappointment, keeps out happiness. Let life touch you. Don't let it kill you, but let it touch you. Here's the last one. This one's powerful, resolve. Resolve says, I will. Two of the most powerful words in the language, I will. Benjamin Disraeli once said, nothing can resist a human will that will stake even its existence on the extent of its purpose. Shortly put, I'll do it or die. See, that's powerful. That could be the day that turns your life around. The world has a strange way of stepping aside when somebody says, I'll do it or die. The man says, I will climb the mountain. They've told me it's too high. It's too far. It's too rocky. It's too difficult. It's never been done before, but it's my mountain. I will climb it. Pretty soon you'll see me waving from the top or dead on the side because I ain't coming back. best definition I ever got from the word resolve came from a little junior high girl in Foster City, California, up north. I'm talking to the junior high kids one day. I love to ask kids definitions. They come up with beauties. I got to the word resolve and I asked, who can tell me what resolve means? And I got several hands and they were all pretty good, but the last one was the best. Little girl, about three rows back. Held up her hand. She said, Mr. Rowan, Mr. Owen, I think I know what resolve means. I said, darling, what do you think it means? She said, I think it means promising yourself you will never give up. I said, that's it. Webster, stand aside. That is the definition. Promise yourself you will never give up. I asked the kids, how long should the, a baby try to learn how to walk? How long? How long would you give your average baby before you shut him off? How long? <laughs> See, any mother in the world would say, you're crazy. My baby's going to keep trying until it learns how to walk. What a magic formula! Now, let me show you what triggers all emotions into activity that brings results. And results is the name of the game. Here it is. Action. Finally, you must do something about how you feel. Jesus, the master teacher said, don't just be listeners, be doers. The world admires the doers. Another Bible phrase says, Faith without action is useless. Some people these days are big on affirmations. You've got to be very careful of affirmations. There's a thin line between faith and folly. The best clue I can give you on affirmations is this. Affirmation without discipline is the beginning of delusion. And there's nothing worse than delusion. The guy keeps walking west looking for the sunrise. I mean, delusion is bad. However, affirmation with discipline can bring the most spectacular results. Make sure you always have a game plan to match your wishes. Otherwise, they will always be wishes. the day that turns your life around. Let me give you four questions to take home when we're finished. These are called questions to ponder. And this wraps it up. Okay, here's the questions I want you to take home in closing. First question is one of the major questions of the world. Why? Why should you try? Why read that many books? Why go that far? Why earn that much? Why share that much? Why learn all that? Why get up that early? Why put yourself through that much? Why try for all that? Good question. Why? One of the best answers to why is the second question. Why not? What else are you going to do with your life? Why not see how many books you can read? How far you can go? How much you can earn? How many friends you can make? How much personality you can develop? Influence you can have? How many things you can accomplish? How far you can go and what you can see? Why not? You got to stay here till you go. Why not? The third question is, why not you? Why not you? Some people have done the most incredible things with limited start. Why not you? Some people have done so well, they get to go, they get to see it all, they get to do it. They get to be there. They get to have it, they get to enjoy it. Why not you? Why not you watching the morning mist rise over the mountains of Scotland? Someday you got to gaze directly at the Mona Lisa. I can show you where to find the most exquisite seashells in Miami and the Bahamas. I know where they are, Why not you? You got to shop on Fifth Avenue in New York. You got to stay at the Waldorf Astoria. Why not you? You got to drink in an Arizona sunset. You got to see the world. You got to read the books. You've got to do the enterprises. You've got to be involved in commerce and love and travel and experiences. You got to do it all. Why not you? You've got to know the results that come from splendid discipline. There's nothing like a view from the top. And the last question is, why not now? Don't postpone your better future any longer. Get at it tomorrow with new vigor. Get you some new books. Ask some new questions, set some new goals. Get you a new journal. Start your projects book. Get a game plan going. Do some more reading. Start to make changes. Have conversations. Make contact. And do it now. Develop these five abilities as part of your personal development quest. I call them the five abilities. Here's the first one. Develop the ability to absorb. The ability to soak it up like you're doing today. Be like a sponge. Don't miss anything. And not just the words, it's true, don't miss the words. But don't miss the atmosphere, don't miss the color, don't miss the scenario. Don't miss what's going on. Most people are just trying to get through the day. Here's what I want you to be committed to do. Learn to get from the day. Don't just get through it, get from it. Learn from it, let the day teach you. Join the university of life. What a difference that'll make in your future. Commit yourself to learning. Commit yourself to absorbing. Be like a sponge, get it. Don't miss it. I've got a personal friend of mine who's so gifted in this area. I think he has soaked up and remembers everything that's ever happened to him. He can tell you as a teenager where he was and what he did and what he said and what she said and how they felt and the color of the sky and what was going on that day. And the reason is because he gets it, he gets it, he gets it. I'm telling you it's more exciting to have him go to Acapulco, come back and tell you about it, than it is to go yourself. He's unbelievable. He's got this extraordinary gift. And why is it? When he's there, he doesn't miss anything. Here's a good phrase for you to jot down. Wherever you are, be there. Be there to absorb it up. Be there to soak it up. Take a picture if you can. But take pictures of your mind. Let your soul and heart take pictures. Get it, capture it, absorb it. Such an important ability to develop. The ability to get it, don't miss it. Don't be casual in getting it. Key phrase, casualness leads to casualness. Second, learn to respond. The ability to respond means let life touch you. Don't let it kill you, but let it touch you. Let sad things make you sad. Let happy things make you happy. I'm telling you, give in to the emotion. Let the emotion strike you, not just the words, not just the image. Let the feelings strike you, let the emotion strike you. Here's what's important. Our emotions need to be as educated as our intellect. Our emotions need to be educated as well as our intellect. It's important to know how to feel. It's important to know how to respond. It's important to let life in, let it touch you. I'm the greatest guy in the world to take to the movies. I get into a good movie, I want a good movie. Make me laugh, make me cry, scare me to death, teach me something. Take me high, take me low. Just don't leave me as I was when I came in. Touch me, do something to me. Beginning only lasts so long. If you begin that first week and then you don't continue, Yes, you'll be inspired by deciding and planning and beginning. But all of that now will start to fade away if you don't do number four. One of the great sources of inspiration is progressing. Once you've gotten started, now you proceed, you progress. Now you go to class the second week, you go to class the third week. But it's not only progressing in terms of time. It's progressing in terms of what you're learning, progressing in terms of getting the information uh, that you hadn't discovered before. Now you're excited about that. Progress. One of the greatest sources of inspiration is progress. When you start jogging around the block and, uh, you know, at first it's a little difficult and then it's two blocks and then you go around four or five times. But then you notice, notice your breathing easier. Uh, you notice when you go up a flight of a stairs, you're not out of breath and it suddenly occurs to you in a fairly short period of time, you're making progress. With these incredible Herbalife products, when people first start taking the products and they've got some health challenges and they discipline themselves, they do it the first day and the second day and the first week and the second week, but it isn't long. If they need some to lose some weight, you know, a pound or two, four or five pounds, that is so incredibly exciting. You don't have to wait for 50 pounds. You don't have to wait for 100 pounds. You know, that first one, that first two or three, making progress. Having more oxygen in your lungs. You, you can tell within a short period of time, I'm making progress on my my oxygen supply. I'm making progress on losing weight. Then when you start making progress in your business, your ability to make contacts, your ability to talk to people. So the man who shared with me ideas that changed my life, I wanna share with you three of those basic subjects. Uh, when I met him, I was 25 years old. And uh, when I first got acquainted with him, I used a lot of excuses as to why I wasn't doing well. And uh, he said, well, tell me a little bit about your story. And I told him, you know, I was behind on my bills, had pennies in my pocket, nothing in the bank, that I was embarrassed about being behind on my big mouth promises to my family. And then he gave me one little simple phrase that really forever changed my life. And here's what he said. Mr. Rohn, if you want the future to change for you, you've got to change. And he said, if you don't change, the next six years of your life is going to be just like the last 6 You'll still be behind on your bills. You'll still be behind on your promises. But then he gave it to me in the form of a promise. When I was 25 years old, I've remembered it all these years. And I've shared this promise now with probably over 3 million people in the last 30 plus years. And it's going to be valid for you. So listen carefully to this promise. My teacher said to me, young man, if you will change, everything will change. If you will get better, everything will get better for you. What a clear message that was for me. He said, if you'll change your philosophy, if you'll change your habits, if you'll refine your thinking, if you'll change and accept some new disciplines, if you'll turn the corner where you've been in the past, go for a new life for the future. He said, all kinds of remarkable things will happen for you if you will change. Before I met Mr. Shoaff, I used to cross my fingers and say, I sure hope things will change. I was hoping the government would change and the tax structure would change and that my boss would change and pay me more money. Uh, I was hoping that, you know, economics would change and prices would come down. And I was hoping that circumstances would get better. And then I discovered from my teacher that those things are going to continue the same. In fact, all of those things that happen to us is kind of like the wind that blows. And the wind blows on us all. But if you just let the wind blow, I'm telling you, it won't take you where you want to go. All of us must use this wind to take us to the dreams we've got, to the equities we want, to the money we want, to the income we want, and to all the things we want our life to have. This is where we want to go, and we've got a good wind, but we must not leave our future just to the wind, just to the economy. Uh, just to the structure of the way things are happening today. Here's what we must learn to do, and that is set a good sail. And if you'll learn to set a good sail, and that's what my teacher taught me in those early days. He said, Mr. Own, the wind is going to blow however it's going to blow. Politics are going to be politics, and the economy is going to be the economy. And however it turns out, that's the way it's going to be. What you must learn to do is not to wish for a better wind. That's naive. The key is to wish for the wisdom and the skills and the learning so that you can set a better sale. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you're enjoying the content, you can access exclusive material by becoming a subscriber. Continue strengthening your mind by listening to our other episodes.